there, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. On today's show, I'm speaking with Jenny Gold, who has just completed the historic documentary, Cinemability, the Art of Inclusion. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Tell me your uh, backstory into filmmaking and why you gravitated towards this industry. Um, well, a lot of reasons. Primarily, I, I just love all things Hollywood, and I love film and being entertained. And I think, though, that growing up as a kid, uh, I have muscular dystrophy and I use a wheelchair. And so I was on the Jerry Lewis Labor Day telethons as a kid, and I was always more interested in what was going on behind the scenes, mm-hmm. the cameraman and, and the storytelling that was going on backstage. And I think that uh, started an interest that was pursued through still photography and then you know, home movies on hiate and video and and just continued uh, the the quest. And I remember in high school learning about the BGA and wanted to be a Directors Guild member. And then I went to film school and Love it. had some award award winning shorts that led to features. Amazing. Tell me how this uh, documentary came about, Cinemability, the Art Inclusion, you know, how long it took you and what the process was like. Well, it's kind of funny how it came about. I had uh, come to Los Angeles and uh, primarily I'm a narrative filmmaker. I don't really see myself as a documentarian. But somebody had written an article about me in the LA Times about a female director who used a wheelchair and some very good producer friends of mine saw it, and they said, hey, we got a great idea for a project. We want to come over and talk to you about it. And I was like, okay. And they came over, and they're like, we want to do a documentary about you. And I was like, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) A no. What what do you do? Follow me around? And like, I haven't done anything. But if if you're interested in the business and entertainment, but disability, I have an idea. And I right then had the, you know, birth of the idea of, hey, you know, let's show how disability has been portrayed in the media and the power the media has to shape understanding. Um, I didn't know. They said, yeah, we'll think about it. They were like, yeah, you know, it seems like it'd be a lot of work. I think we'll we'll pass. And I said, well, you know, we uh. I might do it. I said, I might do it one day, just so you know. And they go, oh, yeah, that's fine. And then <laughs> they were right. It took a long time, and it was a lot of work. They were completely right. And uh, I was uh, probably too stubborn to... to Stop. And once I started talking about the idea, I mentioned it to a friend, Danny Murphy, who was friends with Peter Fairley and Bobby Fairley, the Fairley brothers. Mm-hmm. And before I knew it, it snowballed. They were like, hey, let's send you some film. And, you know, all of a sudden I was doing this project. Uh, Amazing. And it, it got bigger and bigger. It's incredible. And how did you line up um, guest appearances? You know, Jamie Foxx, Ben Affleck, Marley Matin- Matlin, and Jane Seymour is a big part of it. Well, yeah, Jane's fantastic, and she's our host, and she's a great partner. Um, I, I tease, and I say that, you know, my, my, my electric wheelchair goes 12 miles an hour, so no one can get away from me. <laughs> um, I just chase them down and get them. Right. Um, and that's sort of true. And, you know, it takes a long time to put all this together, and that's why initially I thought, coming from a narrative background, that it was, I, people would ask, how long did it take you to make it? And I would always kind of shave off a few years, because I was a I was embarrassed, and then some documentary people were like, no, no, that's good. That's like a badge of honor. I'm like, really? I'm like, I don't know, because you stick with it. I'm like, okay, well. You did. You did. Well, we we bit off a lot. You know, we cover 
over 120 different projects for from you know about 120 years. Yeah. From the si- the first silent movie to today, and that's a lot. That's a um, lot. Yes. Yeah. So where can people see this film? Um, it's available now for the first time everywhere. So you know you can go to iTunes, you can go to Amazon, you can go to Google Play, and various other outlets. Um, the easiest way, I think, is just to go to cinemability.com, and we've got some links that take you to three of the majors right there. Um, and also, uh, you know, you can just keep track of what where it's going and what it's doing. And I, I think it's exciting because people don't realize how much fun it is. You know, it's kind of like a clip show where you get to see your favorite movies and TV shows, or you see ones that you've never saw. Exactly. That then you want to see. And we tried to add a lot of humor as well. I like that you did that. Was What was the reasoning behind that? You know, I have a dark sense of humor, and I think things are funny, and we had a great editor who was also um, really good with humor. And, and the people that we interviewed, these big celebrities and, and Hollywood uh, heavyweights, they, they all are very witty, and we're telling a story that, um, that, yeah, has a lot of information, but there's no reason it shouldn't be entertaining. I come from wanting to be... An, a filmmaker that entertains people that, mm-hmm. you know, that they enjoy the experience. And I wasn't trying to, you know, give anybody medicine. I'm trying to just entertain and, and point out something that has been overlooked, which makes it even more fascinating. I think. Yes. I want to point out that October is national disability employment awareness month. And you are the first wheelchair using female in the director's guild. I am. I think I'm the first wheelchair using, uh, DGA member, at least that I've seen, um, my mentor and uh, a fabulous director is Ben Lewin, who uses uh, crutches. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had had polio, and he did the film The Sessions, which is amazing. So um, he has been somebody I met years ago at a uh, film festival, and he's been a great uh, mentor to me. Let me ask you, because the name of my show is Get the Funk Out, mm-hmm. and... How do you stay positive when, you know, I'm assuming perhaps along the way you thought, maybe you didn't. Maybe I'm thinking incorrectly, but did you ever think, you know what, I don't know if this film is going to come to be? Or were you always sure there was nothing that was going to stop you? I kind of feel like once the, you know, when William H. Macy and and, and Jane Seymour and all the, you know, Marley Matlin, all these great celebrities, and, and actors with disabilities yes. um, got involved, like Danny Woodburn. And, um, I think that I saw the interest level, and I realized that we had tapped into something that had been overlooked. And what was kind of <clears throat> worrisome is that still in like corporate America and everywhere, um, they were overlooking, they would talk about diversity, and it would be ethnic diversity or gender diversity, you know, they would talk about other things, but they would always leave out disability. It seemed like the last uh, area that could be overlooked and no one cared. Um, Lately, with the Me Too movement and everything, it seems like maybe it's the time and that it took so long to make the film because it wasn't the time for it to be noticed. Uh, Whereas, you know, we did some special screenings, we, we... we re-edited, we shortened it, you know, we worked really hard to get it to a place that it was well-received, and, and like you said, uh, you know, people 
seem to to really enjoy it, and the reviews that are coming in right now are great. And yeah, we wanted to release during the employment uh, of the Disabled Month uh, Awareness of Month because we thought that would be a good time to to bring it out. And uh, what are some of the reviews you're hearing? I'm sure they're very positive. They are, which is is very uh, you know complimentary and 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 rewarding uh, for me, but I think the biggest challenge is to get people to see it, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're small, and we don't have a huge advertising budget. We don't have anything other than word of mouth, so it really has to be a grassroots movement, and I see that when people come to screenings, sometimes they might come with a friend. They don't know what they're going to be coming to. It's just an event. We did an event with the DGA. We did an event with SAG. Um, we did an event with Gina Davis, um, and, you know, they just come to the screening. Yes. And then afterwards, they come up, and they don't want to leave, and they want to ask me questions, and they're so excited. I've never had that reaction from any other films. Um, and and I, I like to sit in and listen to the crowd, mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, I, I even count how many laughs we get, you know, <laughs> <and> <laughs> how they're responding, and... And uh, Peter Peter Fairley was like, "You have our last in one of my some of my my comedies." Uh, I'm like, "Well, you know, we want people to have a good time, and then they get energized yes. and they want to participate." And I enjoy it when there's a, a group because I think they feed off. At first, sometimes they're afraid to laugh. Right. They think it's going to be, you know, politically incorrect or sure. something. And yeah, it's a it's, you know, if if you hear just the word documentary, you know, that takes out, a lot of people aren't interested. If you take and you add disability, then typically, in the past, it's been a film about some, you know, unique uh, disease, and it's very sad, and, you know, nobody wants to spend time, you know, in doing that, usually. It's not a, a good experience. Exactly. But we have an uphill battle, because, you know, without having a big, you know, way of letting people know that they're going to have a good time. Um, it's just, you know, thankfully shows like yours that will help us tell people that, hey, this is worth giving it, you know, an hour and a half of your life. You bet. Absolutely. It's really an education for people and an eye-opener. Yeah, I think so. I think that's why, like, you know, you, you can go to a movie on a Friday night and it's some, um, you know, uh, superhero film, and then afterwards, you know, like, you know, you, you get a burger, you're not really engaged in, in discussion. Exactly. Um, this one makes people really want to go, I never thought about that, and what about this? And, and it's not just about people with disabilities. We talk about the power the media has to shape understanding of people who are different in a multitude of ways. I think it's fantastic. So cover, Sorry, Yeah, that way we kind of, you no, know, it's just we try to cover every every minority group that's been underrepresented or misrepresented. I also want to mention you serve on the advisory board of the Gina Davis Institute on Gender and Media, and you've produced a number Mm -hmm. of films and corporate web series uh, servicing well-known clients as the Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation. Um, I can only imagine what's in store for you next, or or you're already working on something else, maybe. I am. Um, (laughs) You know, it's funny. It's funny, I'm in post on a film that is uh, it's a kind of comedy horror film mm-hmm. uh, about the killer cockroaches that attack a college campus. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I get that reaction a lot. And I think it's just, I needed something fun, you yeah. know, trying to change the world. 
isn't an easy task. No. And, uh, and so we did that. And then we have another film coming out called Tiger, which is about another uh, fight for, um, for rights. It's about a boxer who is a Sikh Indian who needed, um, wanted to box, and they wanted him to shave which was against his religion, so he um, had, to, had to fight that battle as well, and that stars Mickey Rourke and Janelle Parrish. So that's okay. coming out in November. Fantastic. So I didn't direct that one. I'm only a co-producer on that one, but it seems like it fit uh, Gold Pitcher's M.O. Of, of doing films that entertain and, and enlighten. Fantastic. So where can people find out more about you? Not that the Roach film will enlighten that much. You come to think of it. (laughs) (laughs) I think having a sense of humor is key in life, though. Yeah, you know, life is short. It's not, you know, it's not a dress rehearsal. You got to make the most of it. Exactly. You might as well have fun. Yes. I I got in this business because I enjoy it. You know, I want to have fun. Well, it certainly shows, and congratulations on the film. Thank you. And yeah, to find me, uh, cinemability.com is a great place, or, you know, we're on. Twitter and Instagram and all that jazz, and uh, I'm I'm hoping that people will see it and and maybe even buy one for their film for their friends to see because I think that's how it's going to spread. It's going to hopefully be like a you know friend to friend kind of a situation. Absolutely. Well, Jenny, thank you so much for calling in. I've really enjoyed chatting with you, and I hope to meet you sometime. Thank you, and until then, we'll have to uh, get the funk out. Yes, you've taught me a thing or two about getting the funk out, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you keep rocking. You're up to great things, so congratulations. Thank you, appreciate it. Have a great day. If you missed any part of this, everything is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.